Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. What is up, Big Ring Nation? It is March 6th, 2023. The boys are back. And I'll say this for all our listeners, a little tense. Pre-meeting was a little tense. Um, but I think tense is what the listeners want. It gives good content. Um, so with that being said, boys, how are we feeling? Feeling good, Rick. We're feeling good. <laughs> feeling, feeling fiery today. Dude. Yeah. If I see that, if I see that grin on your face one more time, dude, I swear, I'm fired up, dude. Hey, good to see you, man. Happy, it's a Monday. Hey, fired up Mondays. Yeah, all right, man. Is, is everything everything good over there? Oh, we're good, dude. We're ready to roll. I mean, this is pod, this feels like pod ready. The, the day after the Yankees get bounced in the wild card beat right now, but this is a this is a March Monday in March. Hey, you got to make the playoffs to get bounced in the wild card. I can tell you. The Red Sox didn't do that last year. Your, your leg is shaking too. I know that. That means we have some good. Dean, how are we doing? How are we doing over there? Dean, you, you seem pretty good. You got tank top Bro, on. I mean, this is my usual Monday attire. No, the listeners can't see, but I got my tank top and my sweatpants. I'm, I'm, I'm dressed for work today. So okay. I'm ready. I need, a, I need to get a job at, what is it, Exxon? BP? Yeah. BP, Circle K. Yeah, the old uh, tank top and, and and swim trunks to work. For real. Well, it's good to have everyone back. As always, thank you to the listeners. Um, thank you to the listeners You know, for the good, the bad, uh, potentially the redundant topics. Um, so with that being said, uh, boys, let's start. It's officially March. March Madness is days away. Selection Sunday, a week from yesterday. Crazy weekend in college basketball. Uh Regular season is over. The conference tournaments are set. Uh, Pete, how about this? We'll start out with you. How 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 are we feeling? How is is your bracket busted yet? Are you are you excited? Are you excited for the big dance? I am. I uh, this weekend, man. Just well, first and foremost, we are not talking about the big no, P. I, I, we're, we're not. I, and if and if you bring it up, Ryan, bleep it out. Bleep. Yeah. Yeah, if you bring up the P word, have that bleep be, button ready. It's ready for P. Yeah, you won't you won't hear those words come out of my mouth today. I, I think I couldn't even time. I couldn't even finish our own podcast listening to it with how much talk about the but, blue the the black and gold. If you say it, you do ten pushups on on air. That's it with your headphones in. Well, yeah, it's probably yeah. I can say the max, but. I don't, oh. I don't. We don't need to be passing out on. You don't have to worry pod. about it. But going back to what I was saying, uh, yep. another crazy weekend in college basketball. Just confirming, nobody has any idea what's going to happen in this tournament. I mean, I, I very much thought Houston was going to go down to Memphis yesterday. Bama lost. I mean, a lot of the big big teams lost on Saturday. Um, just creating total chaos for what should be an interesting selection Sunday next week. Well, and I, I agree there, man. That, that shit was it, – it was a weird weekend in that there are a lot of good matchups, but, like, 
there were like most of the conferences had already been decided. It's like who the conference regular season champ was going to be. Like Kansas and Texas, like Texas was going nuts for that game, and they beat the shit out of Kansas. We called that called that on the pod. Dude, and you're, then you're you're first on the scene with that one, right? Yeah, I'm Texas insider over here. Well, Kansas being f words. Yeah, but I mean, it was a game, and I'll give Kansas this: every game they play on the road. It's the other team's Super Bowl. I mean, we saw it when they went and played in the Little Apple. You know, that we saw it last week against Texas. It's like everywhere they go in the Big 12, they're that team's Super Bowl. Um, then like UCLA, Arizona, like that was another really good matchup, but UCLA had already wrapped up the conference title there as well. And then uh, we had fucking Duke UNC on ESPN. And I was like, I tuned in to maybe 10 seconds of that game. And it was, they weren't even, at that point, neither team was going for the conference title. The conference title was being decided over in fucking Miami. They're, they're bubble teams. It was, a, yeah. it was a playing game. Yeah. I'll be I was, honest. I was talking to a, a listener of ours, um, a Louisville alumni. Pepsi, give a shout out? Or? PepsiCo employee, uh, Casey Demko, last week. And okay. he asked for so Casey. any any uh, any thoughts on on March Madness, who you like. And the two the two sleepers I gave him, I don't say sleepers, but he was asking you. Yeah, the two sleepers I gave him, both lost this weekend. So I said, hey, I kind of like Baylor and I kind of like Kansas State as potential like three or four seeds that can make a run. And both of them just, I mean, they got Baylor, Baylor got crushed. Baylor got crushed yeah. by Iowa State and Kansas State, West Virginia, put up a ton of points on them. So. My insights on college basketball heading into this past weekend are totally irrelevant as of today. Yeah. And guys, I think yeah, we really haven't talked about the biggest game, Houston-Memphis. Incredible game. Incredible game. I what, what, what's going on with that court? Memphis? Well, I mean, who dude. does that? I mean, what is going on? I was like, I watched it. I was like, I like squint. It's but You just told us you had bad eyes last week. So I did. I got contacts. I still did quotes. <laughs> And he's, I think he's saying his eyes are worse now because of watching on that court. Hundred percent, Dean. I, I like, like tuned in. and I was like, "What on God's green earth? Who designed this court?" It's or, the kind of court you tune it. You you turn it on and you think your TV's broken. Yeah, you're like, Did, "Is there? Why is there big squiggles in the middle?" Um, yeah. I kind of liked it. <sighs> ah, okay. Yeah, there's always one, Dean. Yeah. And then you t- and then I don't know if you guys caught the UCLA game. Incredible, exquisite, simple, old-fashioned court. Oh yeah, just how oh, basketball yeah. is meant to be on the hardwood, not some, you know, sp- you know, painted. It's like Oregon's court. Oregon's court may be even worse. Horrible. Oh yeah, for sure. It looks like someone puked on the floor. Yeah, but incredible game and Memphis man really wanted to see him pull it out. Houston and those guys look good. They look really good, Dean. I mean, it's tough to say they, they look really good when they won by two against Memphis, but I agree. I well, think that like, they're you know, really like good. But... I mean, you could, you could quote-unquote say it was a test, right? You know, they were yeah. losing, you know. I think yeah. I think a big takeaway from this weekend, and Dean said it a few weeks back, but UCLA is a team that everyone's got to watch out for. Like, yep. they're kind of running through the Pac-12, not the strongest conference, and, I mean, they – yeah. They're they're gonna be they're they're gonna, they're gonna make a run this year. I got a feeling. Yeah. I don't know, dude. They match up with the team with 
and you know can match up with Tiger Campbell and you know essentially a pretty good big man. I don't know if there's many of those in the tournament this year, but I think they could get, they could take care of him pretty easy. There's at least one good big man, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe a couple. Yeah, okay. But um, yeah, yeah. I think you boys know it's gonna be a crazy March. Uh, <clears throat> with that being said, number one seeds, I feel like they're pretty locked in, right? At the moment, maybe one or I'd say I'd say a couple of them are. What do you, I, mean, I, I see Kansas is the number one overall team. Yeah, well, because everyone Cause of the quad Kansas, one yeah, they point to 15 quad one wins. And it's like, well, okay, they put at this point, it's like, okay, they played a tough non con, and then everyone in the Big 12 is ranked as being like as being a really good team, pretty much. So it's like, great, they have they had 21 games in quad one, so they, yeah, they won 15 yeah. of them. It's like, okay, great. I mean, they're what fifteen and six. I think, like for comparison, nine and four. Oh, bleep it, bleep it! Yeah, no, we're gonna be cursing a lot on this podcast. Um, but yeah, so it's like UCLA didn't have the main quad one wins, but for instance, I think UCLA is more locked in as a one than Kansas, just because I honestly have Kansas on the same line as the. Leave it, yeah. bro. I, I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have a bear of a time editing this one, but yeah, it's like I, right now my locked in number one is Houston and Alabama, and I even think with them losing, Dean, yeah, Alabama, yeah, yeah, because I mean I, Alabama has a win at Houston this year too. That's true. Yeah, why, and why do I, oh, sorry, go ahead, Dean. No, no, no. You're good. Go ahead. I say, do you guys want to do like a just a quick pick on who we think is going to win just like the four major conferences tournament? We'll do like SEC, Big 12, Big 10, Pac 12. Yeah. Sure. A little, a little quick shot, quick fire. Dean, you yeah. want to go first? I mean, it's your idea. How about, how about you start? Right. <laughs> or, 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 or do you have to think about it? <laughs> no, no, I think I, I think I got mine. Um, I think Baylor's going to win the Big 12 tournament. I think UCLA is going to win the Pac-12. I think Tennessee is going to win the SEC. And the Big Ten. Who do I like in the Big Ten? It's like six teams had like eight or nine losses in the Big Ten, so so good luck. <laughs> I'm going Maryland. Maryland's going to win the Big Ten tournament. It's oh, a conference the tournament. They're in the ACC, aren't they? No, Maryland's in the Maryland's I mean, in the what, Big Ten. Pete, how do you have this? You don't even know conferences. Maryland's Maryland's one in the Big Ten. Pete, you're losing credibility between your, your sleeper yeah, picks and dude. not knowing what we're conference Maryland's in. Did they used to, they used, than used to be in the ACC? They did. Yeah, so yeah, like easily, ten years ago. Easily confused. Easily confused. Yeah, yeah, if you were yeah, anyway, a sleeper under a rock for ten years, it was. Oh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't pick the p the p word team. So. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go next. I'll say uh, I'm gonna say Texas. I think Texas is someone hot. Um, I'm gonna go Arizona Pac-12. I'm going to go. I'll go Kentucky. I kind of like Kentucky SEC, and then I'm going with the team from West Lafayette, the Black and Gold, or the Big Ten. I don't hate that Kentucky pick. Honestly, because they were a team that I feel like a lot of 
a lot of us left for dead. We're like, all, all, all the blue bloods suck this year. And Duke and Kentucky. And then also in Kentucky, I mean, they're ranked now. And it's never like they're devoid of talent. They always have talent. So, right place, right time. Yep. So, my picks I got UCLA in the Pac 12. Arizona, the only, I mean, until they lost to UCLA last weekend, all their losses were to unranked teams. So I think that they're primed to slip up again. And UCLA has just murked everyone else in that conference. Big 12, Kansas. I think Kansas is going to win the Big 12 tournament. The hype's going to be through the roof, and then they get bounced in the NCAAs early. SEC, uh, I'm going Alabama. I think I mean I think they're the they're the best team. They've they've been sleepwalking the last couple of weeks, though. I mean, they finally got bit by AM, but they've been sleepwalking for a little bit. But Tennessee's point guard, they lost their point guard for, for the season. So I'm I'm not buying them. Uh Big Ten. Uh, Big Ten. I'll say You're gonna say Northwestern, aren't you? No, 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 no. No. Uh, no. uh I'll go go on Illinois. No, and then not after what I saw yesterday. I'll go. I'll go. IU. Wow. I, yeah, I love it. And then uh, we we didn't do the ACC. Do do any of us know any good teams in the ACC? Are you making the tournament? I mean, man, I realize I, this. Yeah, I, I would say Maryland might win. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like that pick too. <laughs> Clemson. God, man. <laughs> when I, I made that pick, I picked uh, Miami over Pitt, and then like I see the spread seven and a half, and then the game starts, and like fifteen minutes into the game, I was like, I hate this pick because both teams were not very good, and they're the same skill level. I'm like, this is brutal. Seven and a half, and then the game was just fucking terrible. It didn't win. And I was like, I hate the ACC. But alrighty. Um, well, more to come, March Madness, you know, obviously we'll go through the conference tournaments and then we'll have a break selection, post-selection Sunday. We'll have the bracket next week. Tune in for that. Probably get a little deeper into college basketball and some of the actual contenders of the tournament. Uh, anything else, boys, in the college basketball? Any nope. parting words? We'll find, we'll get this. we'll get to see if, uh, the P words have a, a hard road. They're saying football stadiums get to evaluate the location. I did see All two the brackets the today, and one of the brackets we lose second round. The other one we're going to the Natty. So nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. Um, some breaking NFL offseason news. Derek Carr is a New York Jet. Is that what pizza? Oh no, he's a New Orleans Saint. Four-year deal. For Derek Carr. Uh, P, I'll start with you. You said he was going to be a Jet. That's what your gut was telling you. Um, how are we feeling this morning? I'm a little disappointed. Um, but then again, like if I'm in Derek Carr's shoes, why am I waiting for the Jets to make a decision on Aaron Rodgers? I was actually extremely surprised he didn't sign earlier. Um, and there was, you know, the, the Fowler report that came out over the weekend saying, the Jets are the front runner, and then the news comes out today that the Saints. So I don't know, you know, if the Saints just came to the table with a, a much bigger offer than the Jets, their original offer maybe was to Derek Carr. Um, 
but I, I was surprised he was even waiting on the Jets. So not surprised that he made a decision to go somewhere else, but a little disappointed in the terms of if this Aaron Rodgers thing doesn't work out for the Jets. I, I don't know. We're in the draft. We're yeah. Drafted. I mean, uh, Wilson. I mean, it, we're going to find out tomorrow what happens with Lamar Jackson. Um, that could be a big piece to fall. You know, if he gets the franchise, teams have a chance to match the offer, give up two first-round draft picks to take him away from Baltimore. Um, so maybe the Jets had some insights either on Rodgers or Lamar. But if those two don't pan out, I mean, you're talking, yeah, Jimmy G. Uh, I don't know. I mean going to be an interesting i would say by the end of this week we're going to have some major answers on the free agent quarterbacks and where they're going um just some visibility on that but happy for Derek carr i think it's a good situation that guy got kind of screwed by the raiders i don't know if, if you guys agree with me but like the raiders and saints just feel like the, the same team like the saints are the nfc or the nfc version of the raiders just like i think i know why you say it. it's because they're uniforms the uniforms it's the it's the dome now it's the fan bases are crazy it's yeah just they feel like similar fan bases similar situations good running back good receivers um but we'll see what Derek Carr does I think it's a smart move for him if he's looking to get into a division that's not very good and can make the playoffs consistently over the next you know three or four years and give himself a shot with the right weapons around him um but happy for Derek Carr the guy deserves it no, I like it for the Saints because they'll have some extra draft compensation coming in from Sean, the Sean Payton to the Broncos, and I believe they still have their their first rounder this year. So it's like, I like it because you're essentially getting like a quarterback for free. I mean, obviously, I mean buying them in free agency, but I mean these days when we're talking about some of these trades. You're having to give up multiple first round picks for like if you want to try to pry away Jackson or something or move up in the draft, multiple first round picks. It's like you're able to get a guy that can maybe be the guy for you yeah. and then still maintain all your draft picks. So it's like, and, and, and as we said last week, bad division, there's the opportunity there. So yeah, I like it. I'm, I love I'm, it. Yeah. I'm so interested to see what the bucks do for quarterback. Is James like, free agent now? Kyle Trask. Jameis Winston. No, uh, way. no way. I think he is. Kind of, no. They're not I kind of feel bad for that guy, man. He got he finally got like an opening and he looked pretty good last year, early last year when he gets hurt again. Yeah. Probably he's done yeah. for forever. Hey, I got some some breaking news. NFL rumor news came across do, my phone. Do, 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 do. Nice. Titans Titans are shopping Derrick Henry, it says. I mean, it makes sense, right? Running backs of short uh, shelf life. Falcons, Chiefs, Bills, and Bears have oh interest. Can you imagine the Chiefs with fucking Derrick Henry? How many yeah. running back? How many running backs? Do they I don't even think it's a good fit. I just think it'd be. He would look funny. so big and red too. Can you imagine Dude, how big he would look? God. He would look so intimidating. I if, oh, I can't wait to if the Bears got him. Our Bears fans would be. I mean, just just Justin Fields and Derrick Henry would be a fun fun team to watch. And I still think Derrick Henry's got a, a year or two left in him. A very productive football. Still got some gas in the yeah, tank. No doubt. No doubt. Are the Titans blowing it up? If they're trading Henry, they they cut Robert Woods. 
Got. I mean, cut, they cut. Yeah, they cut Rob Woods. Cut Taylor Lewan. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, it feels like they're blowing it up. Feels like they're trying to break it down and rebuild for that new stadium they're getting in. Is a couple it the Peakers? Pete moves to Nashville. Preds automatically suck. And now it's like, I don't know. I moved to Denver and the Broncos won the Super Bowl. So exceptions to every rule. And they did have Peyton Manning, but yeah. Peyton Manning and Pete, who's more valuable. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, that'd be pretty wild. I would love to see Derek Henry at the Pats. Yeah, he's not going to go to a team that's not going to contend. Well, I guess if they're shopping him around. They, they were playoffs yeah. two years yeah. ago, and they have a Pro Bowl quarterback. So. <laughs> okay, Pro Bowl quarterback. All right. I think Ryan Tannehill is a Pro Bowl quarterback at one point, oh. too. <laughs> I think he yeah. was, too. I and think Sauer Huckley is a Pro Bowl quarterback. It's sad oh, to see the Titans. Well, they got this new stadium coming, Pete, and then there's I mean, maybe there's a reload for that. I think I, I think it makes sense. It's like did their window closed. They got rid of AJ Brown. Tannehill's on the back end. They got rid of their left tackle. Robert Trees is gone. Um yeah. I mean they just they didn't look like the team they looked like two years ago last year. So maybe they're thinking, hey, we could still get a first and a second or two seconds for Derrick Henry now. Get rid of him now and start to rebuild. And hopefully in two or three years they're they're back. I don't know. That division isn't getting I mean, the Jaguars are gonna be the the crop of that division this year if if the Titans break it down. The division cannot get much worse. We'll put it that way. The Jags are clearly the best team in the division if the Titans blow it up and the other two teams are I mean, picking top four in the draft this year. So well, well, we'll stay tuned on that. Yeah, combine. Any guys, you guys catch any of that? Probably the most PR the Colts get all year is the combine, right, Dean? They still have the turf out there. I mean, yeah. And then fucking now that they're picking top four, it's like they were a lot of people were talking. A lot of people were talking about like who the Colts like, basically talking about the top four quarterbacks uh, Levis, Richardson, Stroud, and, and Young. Richardson got a ton of PR. I couldn't stop. He like massively. He's got to be the number one pick, right? No, Dude, they're, they're saying that guy's stock. No. Like either teams love him, or they have no interest in him. Like there's gonna be there's he's gonna get taken in the top three because someone's gonna fall in love with him, just like Trey Lance. And yeah. I mean his 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 combine lines are insane. Oh yeah. Four 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 forty. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, Cam Newton ran like a four seven. They thought he was. Yeah. You know, like they were fucking. They were going nuts over some of his like deep ball throws. Like he's just flicking the ball sixty yards downfield, and you're like, the fuck. But then with the Jets and Zach Wilson, yeah. one throw got him. Yeah, because him. but then he's throwing like the intermediate like out routes. And he's fucking airmailing these things. Yeah, like, he's got no touch. Yeah, he's make making the wide receivers look bad because every fucking out route is five yards over their head. But I agree, man. It's gonna be. I mean, Richardson, like for the Colts, I would take him at four if Stroud and Young were gone. But some GM's gonna get fired. They trade up for Anthony Richardson, and he blows up. 
because it's like he's got you can't teach the ability that he has obviously you can't teach be that big that arm strength that fast but a guy like barely completed 50 percent of his passes at florida and it's like uh yeah. it's like uh okay i think a team's gonna i if a team doesn't fall in love with him early that's quarterback desperate like you're gonna see him go in the top 20 no matter what because someone's gonna take a flyer on him to be their backup that's gonna need a quarterback in the next two years mm-hmm. i mean i like again maybe yeah. talking talking local here but like the titans would be a perfect scenario even though they just drafted malik willis last year in the third round um but like Tannehill's got one more year i think on his deal and then bring in richardson but yeah. he's got a lot to learn man he's not yeah. i don't think he's he's ready to start game no. one of 2023 fuck no i mean i think he's he only started like 10 games in college like he barely yeah. started for a full season so that's why i think that if you feel like you have the like the coaching in place to develop him then you take him because he he could be the best quarterback out of this class because it's not like any of these quarterbacks in this class are infallible either bryce isn't isn't very big and there's kind of questions about his arm strength then uh stroud Stroud's like, he seems like he has the highest floor of the guys, but that his ceiling is like, like a Derek Carr. I don't see this kind of, I don't see the huge upside with him. And then Levis is just kind of like, well, he's doesn't have the tools that Richardson does, and he doesn't have the the tape or the accolades that Stroud and Young have. So it's like, yeah. I mean, Richardson might be worth the gamble then, but. There's just so know. many teams at the top of this draft that need a quarterback now, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, like, that's what the Bears are banking on, is that you know, some of these teams get desperate, decide to move up yeah. and, and get their guy. And the Colts have kind of painted themselves into a corner by trying to the veteran carousel for like three years in a row to where everyone knows the Colts have to draft a quarterback. Like, yeah, everyone knows it. Like there's no chance they draft like a Anderson or Carter or something number four and then take like even take like a quarterback like later in the draft like it's got to be their first choice is a quarterback and everyone knows it so that's the risk like that they're gonna have to play is you know they don't want to give up next year's first to move up with the Bears but everyone knows that there will be a quarterback selected by the Colts. So if you want a quarterback, you've got to get in front of them. And if you're the Colts, you don't want teams jumping up in front of you and then getting like your fourth option of a quarterback. So incredible insight, Dean. That was like Chris Ballard himself. <laughs> God, Chris. I mean, who doesn't so who doesn't tune in and want to hear a little Colts and Jets draft strategy? Who's not tuning in to listen to that? I mean, come on. God, <laughs> who are the who are the Pats taking in the draft? No, right? no, 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 no. Guys, thank you from uh, on behalf of all of our listeners. Thank you for some March Jets and Colts analysis. I, I didn't bring up the Jets one time about the draft. This is you just trying to poke. Oh, you did about trying to poke. You're trying to poke the bear, dude. I'm not trying to poke the bear. Don't poke the bear, Rick. I'm up. I'm not. I'm right here. My hands are right here. My hands up. Hands up. H- hands up. Um, boys, if you guys went to the offline, how many times are you guys putting up two twenty five? Zero. 
15? I'm getting a- at least 10. 10? Oh, 225? Oh, yeah. I can see your arms here. <laughs> Bro, there's a, there's a guy, USC lineman, tore his ACL, still did the bench press, 38 reps with one foot on the ground. 38 fucking reps. When I bench press, I don't put my feet on the ground. Well, maybe maybe yeah, that's your problem. Bench. You don't, you don't get any leg drive, Rick. That's because he's benching the bar, Dean. He doesn't need a leg drive. <laughs> well, yeah, that point, Peter, there's no weight on the bar. You can't really do the whole leg drive thing. <laughs> we all started somewhere, Rick. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, NBA, Pete wanted to talk about NBA. Pete, like, he's got such a love-hate. It's kind of like another team that Pete love-hates. He just... Says he hates talking about them, but then can't stop talking about them. And that's the NBA. So Pete is enthralled with the NBA. Uh, just can't. He's, I hate the NBA. I hate the NBA. I do hate the NBA. Kind of I think you love saying you hate the NBA, but you can't stop saying that you hate the NBA. Doesn't doesn't mean we can't talk about the NBA just because I hate the NBA. Well, it's just ironic that you're the one that wants to talk about it. I don't like... Again, I won't go down with the reasons I hate the NBA, but I, I don't like a lot of things about the NBA. Doesn't mean I don't like watching and talking about the NBA. So you like the NBA? Dean, Dean what's going on? So you no, like the NBA? All time. I, 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 hate, pretzel. I hate the load management. I hate the players taking control of everything and making these super teams. I hate all that. Doesn't mean it's not good sports talk, though. Yeah, so you hate that you love the NBA. Because no. of the reasons that you hate the NBA, you guys, oh. your brains are your brains are too small to comprehend this. Dude, no, I just no. walked up to an Auntie Anne's pretzel shop and I see Pete under the glass. <laughs> Is it a pretzel dog? Pretzel dogs? Yeah, it's pretzel bites. Dropped you up. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that being said, Pete, what do you got for Pete? Give us some NBA news. I did see this. Luca and Book. Luca and, and Booker. Pretty good trash talk. That's kind of what we need. Like some good old fashioned, like, you know. Yeah, I said yeah. it. I said it when all these trades That's happened. So f- yeah. When Kyrie and Durant got, it's going to be great matchups in the playoffs. Like the, the Suns, if the Suns and Mavs run into each other in the playoffs, it's going to be must watch TV, I think. Um, but like, it still doesn't make me love the way the NBA operates and how much power the players have. But, uh, I think I don't, I don't think we could talk NBA without talking about what the New York Knicks are doing right now. I mean, nine straight games. They're creeping up in the league. Come on, give creeping, it to us. Creeping up on the four seed next to the Cavs. They beat Miami. They beat the Sixers. They've beaten Boston twice in the last week at home and at Garden number two. And, man, I mean – they're a top 10 offense or a top 10 defense and a top five offense in the league right now. Tom Thibodeau's got those boys rolling. And I think no one's talking about him, but Emmanuel quickly. That guy's got to win six man of the year award. I mean, he what started for Jalen Brunson yesterday and just absolutely tore it up versus the Celtics. Double this is the most game. in-depth analysis I've ever heard on the NBA for someone who loathes he loves the, the, M- the, the NBA. NBA. He just but gave us six man of the year. Six man of the year. But I hate the NBA. But here's your six man Dude. of the year, and Tibbs has got the boys rolling. And the hey, give me a break, Dude. You know, you know what I love more than anything? A New York what? team 
a New York team beating a Boston team. And that's what's got me fired up, dude. You're Real, not even a fan of the Knicks. You're not even I'm, a not, fan of the Knicks. I'm not a fan, but I just love mm-hmm. a New York team beating a Boston team. It's just too it's just too good. Well, you yeah, have the regular season. That's probably all you usually get. Hey, it doesn't usually happen in the playoffs. Two times in a row, dude. What's going on with, with Tatum and Brown yeah, up there? Dude, we're like the best. We're the second best regular in the league. Third oh. best, actually. Can't Robert be- Robert Williams is hurt. Can't can't beat uh the Knicks, it sounds like though. Huh? Hey, what's going on? Am I am I in the right podcast? It's like showboating about the Knicks. Yeah. No, we've gone from being a Purdue yeah. podcast. Now we're an NBA. We're now we're a Knicks podcast. Hey, we're talking NBA. How do you not talk we about are. a team on not the hottest team in the NBA without yep. talking about the Knicks? Well, when you hate that specific league, it's pretty easy to not do that. All right, then I won't talk. You tell me when we're on the next subject. I'm just trying to keep checks and balances here. You can talk about whatever you want, Pete. I'm just trying to keep. I'm just trying to you know have some guardrails here. I love the six man of the year pick though. I, I I have no idea who else is in competition for six man of the year, but now I know Emmanuel quickly has got to be up there. <laughs> I mean, I'm, impre- Pete, I'm impressed. Don't get me wrong, I'm very impressed. Tim's did you get paid? Did you get paid by someone to like bring this up? God, oh yeah, he's not talking the rest. <laughs> the reason not talking the rest of the topic, but he's I, not Pete, wrong. I love it. Not Pete, you're not wrong. No, you're right. I'm just trying to make sure that. We're keeping everybody in line. Wait, what'd you say? You said, Pete, you're right. I think so. You're I right don't... about what you said about the Knicks. Uh, yeah, they're hot. Okay. I, I don't good get analysis. I don't get that a lot from you, Pete. You're right. So I'm a Dean for the for the listeners for for the record for the million time. I'm a credit where credit is due, guy. Normally, I don't like to receive credit because I'm humble and I like to say humble, but I'll give credit where credit is due, Pete. And that was an incredible breakdown of the New York Knicks on March 6th. It was incredible. Yeah, You're making it sound like the season's got six more months. There's like 15 to 20 games left in the season, Rick. Yeah. I'm just saying, people are going to, you know, if people listen to the last three episodes, they're like, is this the same guy? Is this the same guy that dogged on the NBA for weeks and now you're... I'm still dogging on the NBA. Airing his grievances, but also giving six man of the year shout outs. We're going to hold each other accountable on this podcast, Pete, as you often do to me. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Dead air is not good for the pod. So, uh, Pete, anything else about that? Who's the next guy? Who are the next five games? Are are they going to go 15 in a row? Do we know who they play next? I think they got Charlotte next. I'll pull it up. Oh, oh nice. That that's win number ten. Charlotte at, doesn't have Lamelo anymore. At home versus Charlotte tomorrow. Ten. They got the Kings who are playing well. L. They got a little West Coast trip. They got Kings, Clippers, Lakers, Blazers. Ooh, ouch! Good thing they're going to get the ten game winning streak and probably follow it up with a rough stretch. Yeah, that's what that's what they said when they ran into Miami Sixers and Boston too. Yeah, going out west is a little bit different though. You got like the jet lag. Oh yeah, the 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 major jet lag. These guys fly their private jet across the oh. country. No, they're chartered. They're chartered. Oh. They're they're private jets across the country with filet mignon dinners and 
Here we go. Now Pete's beds on the plane. <laughs> this, yeah. is the yeah. this is the Pete yeah. This is the Pete now. Yeah, on a jet, like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're not going to play yeah. well in, in California. Pete, have you ever not. played a game in a different time zone? It's hard. They got to they gotta hop on a plane for four and a half hours and sleep. Yeah, Pete, you can barely sit at the bars in a different time zone, let alone play a professional game. Hey, we'll see, dude. I don't think he's saying this with a big ass smirk on his face. <laughs> we, I don't we buy. know he's an NBA guy. Pete, now. would you do that for 47 mil a year? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I do, I do a lot of things for forty seven million a year. Oh well, not not on this podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> not, that's that's the other one you host on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd go live in I'd go live in China for five years for forty seven million a year. Okay, noted. What would the you rigor. do for forty seven million a year? Would mm. you eat a Would you eat a tarantula? Yeah. I'd read for the Yankees. Yeah, see, that's how I know you're a fraud Boston Bro. fan. No amount uh, of money can make me root for the Red Sox. Forty seven million a year. Rick well, was cheering for the Yankees over like hey, how much money did you put down last year, Rick? I, I had a couple thousand on the table. No, I, no, I, no you I didn't. To, to win. To win, yes. Yeah, to win. You had a future. A, you didn't put a couple thousand dollars on the table. No, though. I did not. No, you're correct. Yeah. Which is even worse. Your loyalty but honestly, you bought for two thousand dollars. <laughs> Not loyalty is just I. I was a. It was a business investment. It was yeah. a business investment. I hate. I okay. said. I, I clearly said a million times. I hope the Yankees never win another game. I hope I lose my bet. But when I see a good team and I know it, I have to bet on the team. And I was dead wrong. They suck. They're horrible. They almost lost every game. They did in the ALCS, and they're a disgrace of a franchise. They were jumping up and down for some guy who hit a couple more homers than the other guy. They almost Disgust, lost. They almost disgusting lost franchise. Game. They won ninety nine games. 99 games. They almost How many lost in the ALCS? Season. How many in the ALCS? Disgusting. They didn't win any in the ALCS. Oh, they're fans. Yeah, and they're, <laughs> you said they almost lost every single game, and then they did lose every single I game. I made a horrible – my business brain was – I was idiotic. It was an idiotic bet. I can't wait and to I, see and, who your future's on this show. And again, yet. when I'm wrong, I'm the first one to admit it. I was an embarrassment. I lit that money on fire, and I'll never do it again. Unless well for said. forty-seven, unless for forty-seven million, are you at all worried about the Celtics, Rick? They're kind of coming back to no. the pack here. No. Missoula's got to find. We're good. We're fine. Running out Everything's of gas. Fine. Everything's fine. Running out of gas. Let me be very clear. I'm not worried about two regular season games against the New York Knicks. Pete, what was that time we won title? The Knicks. The eighties. Willis Reed. Long time ago. Forty, probably forty years ago. Yeah, we don't. We us Boston teams. We don't worry about the regular season. What was the last Our regular season doesn't start. Celtics haven't won oh, the title in a long time either. Since oh wait, we were in high school. Yeah, that's. I mean, the Yankees have won a World that's Series before, more that's recently before. than the Celtics. <laughs> that's before. <laughs> oh, dude, don't do it. Like this is good. Yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's that. yesterday, Dean. That's yesterday. Does Pete realize what he's doing? Dude, does Pete realize what he's doing? You just said that Dean Verbal like, mean the the LeBron or the D Wade lob to LeBron yeah. and D Wade's got his hand out and cheats the hoop and we just flushed on him. No, I don't. I don't sit here and say the Yankees have won one recently, but you just said that the Celtics have. No, I didn't. I never said that. <laughs> I said they've won more recently than the Knicks. Yeah, so it's like every team in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. So why are you making except, fun of us? Except the Pacers. Oh, yeah, and the Hornets. And the Pelicans, but but the Rick, Jazz. Are, 
Are you okay. not at all concerned about not having home court against the Bucks? No. We'll be the okay. last year. Okay, the Bucks are going to. We beat Game Seven in Milwaukee last year. No, Game Seven was in Boston. It was in Boston? Yeah, it was in Boston. Yeah, I think Game Six was in Miami. Or Game Seven was in Miami. Um, yeah. Miami or Milwaukee? Milwaukee. We went to so many conference, through so many playoff series. I can't get up straight. Yeah. What are you on your phone for? We're on a podcast. Back fact checking. Back checking. <laughs> we went to fact four check. series last year. There's a lot. There's a lot to keep track of. And I mean, Pete, I know. Again. When you don't play a lot of playoff games, it's easy to keep track of them. When you do, and especially multiple teams that I have, it's hard to keep track of. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers with you, man. Thank very, you. Very Thank tough. You. I think it's hard. Yeah. Very tough. Anything else? Uh, Dean, I mean, Dean, did we miss anything? Ja. Are we going to talk about Ja? Yeah. Ja Moran. Um, probably everyone saw the news. He was on Instagram Live, flashed gone um yep. not great especially given that he's been in the spotlight for the wrong reasons and um it's yeah it's i think it's i would probably agree it's sad and dumb um you know so i, I just kind of roll i just kind of roll my eyes at them calling this like a mental health thing like Okay, yeah, mental illness is is obviously a serious thing, but this is not mental illness. This is Ja wanting to be this, you know, this, you know, guy that he's not. You know, it's uh, all the memes over the weekend were yeah. basically like the Papa Doc from Eight Mile. Like his real name's Clarence or some shit. And Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. It's like that's that's Ja. And all these athletes are coming out yeah. and flaming him on, on Twitter, being like, dude. Why are you trying? Most guys are trying to get out of the hood, not trying to get back, not, not trying to get in. And it's just like, man, it's like, come on. It's like, so. And the NBA is having to like yeah. do that thing where they where they pretend that they care, but it's like the NBA is just like, and Nike are like, just don't do anything that gives us like a reason to like have to do something. Yeah, it's it taking too. It's a joke. This feels avoidable. It's like, man, like. Yeah. Dude, you got like you're the one of the faces of the league. Um, you know, it's like we're good. Like you're good. I think maybe if <clears throat> if he keeps you know healthy, if he keeps winning, this will be all forgotten and keeps on the straight path. Hopefully, he does before something you know bad t- did happen. God forbid that. So hopefully, you know, gets the right people in a circle and um, yeah, he gets on the straight and narrow. Yeah. Pete, what do you got? Yeah, no, I agree. Obviously a big mistake. I think it's I think it's tough, more tough for Ja to transition into stardom than it would be for someone like Zion or even RJ Barrett. Like these guys that came from these big programs that had yeah. eyes on them since the day they graduated high school. Like Ja went to a small school, got had an amazing year and got yeah. drafted second overall and all of a sudden, he's a top, I don't know, call it five, ten player in the NBA. Yeah. And That's he gets a lot of yeah. press and coverage, right? Like, this is the shit he might have been doing all along, but now he's just got a lot more eyes on him. Um, but I, I saw, like, Jalen... Um, Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose had some comments like, hey, like, I was there. I came 
from a tough yeah. upbringing. I made the mistakes. I carried a gun. I did X, Y, and Z. He's like, I almost got assassinated. Like he had all this stuff that he went through that he did when he was young and dumb as he became more and more famous back with the, the Michigan Wolverines. And, um, you know, he said, Hey, you know, John's going to learn from this. He's going to be better. And it's, you know, I think you said it perfectly, Rick, like he's going to, if he starts to win again, this will all be forgotten, but yeah. hopefully yeah. a good, hopefully a good learning experience for him to understand how many eyes are on him. He can't just go live that normal life that he might be used to live in prior to the stardom that he's kind of walked into the last couple of years. Yeah. And I think even like with this, these instances, it kind of, and I don't see many, many positive things about LeBron, um, but it pretty is impressive that LeBron has gone, you know, over 20 years, stardom was essentially from the age of like 10 and he's, and he's squeaky clean. He's got none of this. So, yep. um, yep. but yeah, I think hopefully maybe this is, you know, a learning for John that he gets some good people around him and can hopefully put all this stuff behind him. Agreed. I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's not even the people around him. Cause like, he's the one in his group doing all this dumb shit. It's not like his friends are the ones that are like threatening teenagers and, you know, tr like threatened to shoot people online, waving guns in clubs. Like Jaws, the problem in this group, like he needs, if we were talking about yeah. people around him, but it's he like, might, how do you know? He's not got like, because he, influences. No, I'm not. Okay. So I'm not saying it like that. His influences around can, him are he good. He controls his circle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, yeah, of course he has yes men in his circle. Like all those, like for all these guys, you kind of feel, you kind of feel bad for these athletes because they're surrounded by most people that are just trying to get their, get their cut of, of, of the pie, like get, get their free yeah. handout from them. So they'll be like, okay, yeah, shoot. If you want, you want to do this dumb shit, like waving a gun in a club and threatening yeah. people. It's like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. I'll do it with you. But it's like, Remember, I think it was Chris Carter in the NFL years ago talked about how like player initiation, they're always talking about how you had to like every group of around every athlete, you had to have like the fall guys, like the guys in the group that are really designated to like do the illegal shit. But <laughs> Ja like takes it upon himself to be that guy in the group doing the dumb shit. It's like, yeah, it's like, dude, you don't, you don't kind of, oh. it's, that's what I said, it feels avoidable. So, yeah. Time will tell. Kind of like what I remember Gilbert Arenas. Remember he brought like a gun in the locker room or something. Yeah, well, yeah. He was like pointing it at teammates, though. I think that's a different well, situation. And yeah, he was also was... very famous for a long time before that happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gilbert Arenas Agent and Javaris Crittenden. Well, the funny thing is that Gilbert, I think he said, he's like, yep, I, I called I called his bluff, and uh, he wasn't bluffing. Because the other guy like had a gun in the locker room, too, and they're like fucking pointing guns at each other. It's like, well, fuck around and find out. I think that Crittenton dude ended up fucking murdering someone after he was out of the league too. So that's why, man, these guys like Ja has too much to lose, and he's you know yeah. you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, man, and you know you he's gonna do it to the wrong dude. He's got nothing to lose and have no problem doing some heinous shit, and it's gonna just hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah, he's got he's got to be careful because he's Gilbert Arenas was a a great player. Like Jaws on another level. Like he's yeah, oh, yeah. 
like in the Durant, LeBron. He's so good. Trage- I mean, yeah. yeah. We'll see if it sustains. If you know, I mean, I would say he got he's getting the same hype right now that like Derrick Rose got early in his career. Yeah, it's a good example. I think Derrick. Yeah. I mean, obviously Derrick Rose got hurt and things kind of went to shambles. But like, if he doesn't get hurt, man, he's gonna have a, a pretty insane. I would say next ten years in the league. Yeah. 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 So that Memphis team's gonna be good too. Like they got him, Jaron Jackson, Desmond Bain. They have a really good team, but they just seem in intent on destroying themselves like before they actually win anything you know all yeah. the off the court shit the they they yep. always have this mindset of just like talking trash thinking they're they, they've arrived when they haven't won anything it's like i they got a chance to come out of the west this year if if things the grizzlies really i mean they're the two seed in the west right now aren't yeah, they all two. hurt dean didn't some guys tear his achilles Dylan Brooks is yeah, uh, but Brandon Clark, one of their kind of key role players, did. But I mean, that team's gonna go as far as Ja and Jaron Jackson and Desmond Bain take them, and it's I think it's gonna be tough for anyone to beat Denver this year. Um, but honestly, after that, the West seems to be. I mean, you have the Suns. The Suns are gonna float down there, and it's like uh, the Suns. I think right now, Suns are like sixth, or no, Suns are fifth. Or fourth, fourth or fifth, but the the Warriors are floating out there too. It's like, man, there's some grenades in the middle of like the West right now. That you know, it's going to be an interesting West playoffs for sure to see how the bracket shakes out and and where some teams might slip up. Yeah, I, I think the East. I mean, is going to be a much more boring conference oh, to watch yeah. playoff time. Like you're you're looking at Milwaukee or Boston. Maybe the Sixers if they start to light it up, but outside of that, maybe the Knicks. Hey, if they keep it up, maybe I wouldn't say right now they're a contender to make it to the finals, but yeah, yeah, I I'd say it's Boston and and Milwaukee, but Philly, man, I always root for Philly because I like Embiid. I'm probably in the minority there, just because. Yeah, you, know, you are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I give like, I give me. It's like I like Embiid, and I mean. <clears throat> I like James Harden. I've got both their Sixers jerseys sitting in my closet right now. So come playoff time, I'll, I'll bust them out. You're a jersey but guy, Dean. Yeah, I am. Front runner. You know, I mean. How many Russell Westbrook jerseys you got? Two Russell Westbrook jerseys. Neither of them for the team that he's currently playing for or for OKC. So do you, We didn't talk about this. They're 0-5 since seven. They won last night. Did they? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They finally won. Boys, I, I think we covered it pretty well. Yeah, this NBA podcast. Yeah, sixth man of the year. Is that going to be one of your one of your bets? One, one of your picks today? Sure. Maybe some value. Think, I'll look up. What, I'll look up what the odds are. I don't know. Right. Maybe we'll. <laughs> um, boys, real quick before we move on to maybe a little baseball, do we want to talk a little hockey? Talk a little puck. Talk to us. The Bruins are, I mean, they're they're going to be one of the best teams in hockey history. You know, I, I just said we don't talk regular season games. But if we were to talk, if I was to talk regular season games, they're having the, one of the most historic runs ever. Hopefully that translates into Lord Stanley. We just made some incredible trades for uh, Bertuzzi from the Red Wings and a couple guys from the Caps. So the, the Bruins are going all in. 
they're throwing all the picks. They're 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 operating like Sean McVay is the head coach. Um, I'm excited. I mean, it's an exciting time for the garden. Which garden? I, the garden. Madison Square. Because <laughs> the Rangers and Knicks are playing pretty good too, so I'm just confirming. Every night in TD Garden on the West End, it's exciting. You're going to get probably a Bruins game, a Celtics game, or a concert. Every night's exciting. So, um, I mean, we're, the, Eastern we're Con- the Eastern Conference is strong. Let's just put it out there. I mean, really strong. It's going to be an insane playoff push. Not playoff push. Just, I would say playoffs in general in the Eastern Conference. You're like Carolina is very good. I know Boston's like running away with Yeah, Carolina is really good. The, the, the Devils, Leafs, the Devils the are way ahead of schedule. They're, they're third in the East right now. Yep. The, the Leafs are great. Tampa Bay still fourth mm-hmm. to be reckoned with. That's going to be a good hockey playoff. Rangers just signed Patrick Kane. I, we'll see what that translates. Yeah, what do we think about that? Is that? I mean, is Chicago like dead? That was like the only thing Chicago sports in general had. Was it, it, that was like the last threat. Yeah, all the Cubs are gone. The Bulls, who knows who plays for them? Zach Levine, that's it, dude. Just one man. So he won the dunk contest. That's where he's come to fame. Won the dunk contest like eight years ago, and then he had Patrick Kane and Justin Fields. And Justin Fields, probably a different, a little bit, a little bit different caliber, but I think the point remains, Pete. That. I feel. I mean, can we can we have a moment of silence for our Chicago sports fans? Should we just? Can we just? Is this a uh, Chicago sports is dead? Should we? Should we claim it? I mean, can we really? Let's think about this for a second, right? Cubs. Dead. White White Sox dead. White Sox, pretty dead. Bears. First overall pick. Yeah, first overall pick, and the Hawks. They're they're like they're tanking for this Bernard guy. They're I mean they're the second to, to last worst team in the uh, NHL yeah. by one yeah. point by one point. So so man. I'd say Hawks Hawks and uh, uh, Bears are at least have some reason for optimism. One of our listeners shared this with me. The Blackhawks now have fourteen picks in the first two rounds of the next three NHL drafts. Six first-rounders and eight seconds. So that doesn't sound too bad. At least it sounds like better days could be ahead. Okay. Okay. And, I mean... Cubs made some moves, too, this offseason. So we have a pulse. Yeah. Okay. The We're Cubs, not going to dog on Chicago too hard. I like Chicago. The Cubs well, also signed a former M- uh, MVP in the offseason, Cody Bellinger. Okay. Cody Bellinger. So, and Dansby Swanson. And Dansby Swanson. Didn't they get Tyone too? Jameson Tyone from the Yankees? Yeah. Maybe they did. Was that a yeah, good signing? I, that was... I mean, he was our number three last year. So, I mean, it's not, he's going to be in their starting rotation for sure. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Things are good. Um, All right. Chicago sports are back. Marcus, Marcus Stroman. Yeah, Stroman. Okay, okay. Um. <laughs> We're building. We're building. Uh, Andrew Benatendi for the White Sox. Oh, yeah. A former World Series champion. Former World Series champion. Owns the Houston Astros. Owns left field of Minute Maid Park. Yeah. Um, here, I got it right here. Swanson, Tyone, okay. Okay. Drew, Drew Smiley. 
Haven't heard of him. Cody Bellinger. Yep. Nice. Trey, Trey Mancini. Oh, World Series <laughs> champ. Dean. Dean. Cancer survivor. Slam Sini. Slam Sini. Uh, who else we got here? Tucker Barnhart from Detroit. Nice. Ba- backup catcher. Have to solidify the catcher position. Uh, Mike Fulmer. Oh, this, this, this next one. This is a good baseball name. Brad Brad Boxberger. <laughs> and, they got Eric, and they got Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer. Hosmer? Another, another World Series champion. Um, I take it back. The Cubs are on the up and up. Yeah. I mean, it was as Riggins doesn't want to spend. I mean, that sounds like a pretty good list right there. What else do you want? So, <laughs> Cubs are back. Blackhawks have a million a lot picks. Of, oh, yeah. Bears, Bears have the number one pick. Bears could trade for a million picks. White Sox, they're, they always, signed, they're pretty good. They signed Ben Attendee. They beat, they beat the Yankees in the, 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 corn, the corn game a few years ago, yeah. Field of Dreams. Yep. Yeah, yeah, good point. And, and their White division's Sox, not very good. Division's not very good. The White Sox should have a bounce back year. They they underperformed last year heavily. Fun games. Very those those games are they're crazy. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Great stadium. Fun stadium. Fun Yeah, yeah. Fun stadium. There we go. There we go. Um, and then the Bulls. Patrick Beverly. It's a little bit tougher to do the Bulls. Lonzo like may never like be able to, like walk without pain again. It's it's tough for right. tough okay. tough for both. Okay, fans. so I think we turn the we turn the ship around pretty quickly. So yeah, the only other thing is like most of the Chicago sports fans that I know of are fan, are fans of a collegiate team that doesn't add a lot of joy to usually. Yeah, yeah. it's not like it's not like you know Ohio fans they have like the Browns and. The Blue Jackets and the, the the Guardians. They have Ohio State. Now, let's just but, be clear. The Bulls are only a game and a half out of the play-in tournament. Right, another, so, another thing, another okay, thing I hate about okay. the NBA. Ten, 10 teams of the 15 teams in every conference make the playoffs. But, I mean, the Bulls are the fourth worst team in the Eastern Conference, and they're only a game and a half out of the play-in tournament. So, hey, they, they have a good you know 20-game stretch here. They might be, they might be in the playoffs potentially. Counter, counter. If they have a bad twenty game stretch, then they'll have a chance to get a top four pick, and keep their first round pick, and so maybe seems, get. It feels like Lombinella. a, it feels like a win win. Yeah. Yes. Chicago sports are on the up, on the up and up, and we did that in a minute. Yeah, I know. We we, yeah. we did all fans right. Cubs, White Sox. We, fixed, we, we like. fixed Chicago real quick. Northwestern, Chicago's Big Ten team. Yeah, I mean. They, they're having a good year football. this year. Northwestern football. Oh, not so good. <laughs> so good. Um, okay, they they caught a little ricochets, but we 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 defended them. We did. Um. All right, boys. That, that baseball felt talk felt pretty good. What do we What do we think about a little spring training? Um, again, just pointing out facts. Red Sox are they tied yesterday? Um. But they're undefeated in the Grapefruit League. Um, anything notable that's catching your eye in spring training, Pete? I know you like spring training. What, what's uh? I mean, real quick, Pete, are, are you going to spring training? I know you. you I know you kind of teased us with that. Are you? I'm not. I'm not going to spring training. Mm. Um, if I were, it would be with you guys. So, wow, good answer. 
that, that was, was a test. That was a test, Dean. <laughs> that was a okay. test. I was never good at passing tests, so it feels good to pass yeah. one. Great. Uh, colors. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, again, I haven't watched much of the other teams. I can only really touch on the Yankees, but I think that what the Yankees got to take out of it so far is Jason Dominguez is the real deal. Um, I don't think he'll start the season up with the major league squad. Um, but man, he's got power and he's young and I could see him if Hicks continues to struggle in left field, like he did last year, I could see Dominguez potentially making the jump by midseason up Ooh. to the majors. Jason Dominguez. Hicks. Hicks. Hicks had a home run yesterday or over the weekend. You see, I say con continue to struggle like he did last season, if you heard me correctly. Ah. I'm meanwhile, Dominguez was in A ball. He was in, I think he made a double A last year. Oh, oh, double A, double A ball. Nice. And the the shortstop situation is going to be interesting. I, I just saw something that Dodger shortstop went down. Um, they're looking into trading for IKF, which is a good thing for the Yankees. Um, so I, I don't think he's going to start for the Yankees either way, but I think it's, it'll be interesting to see what Peraza and Volpe end up where they end up landing. Um, one of those guys, I think, are going to be the starting starting shortstop for the Yankees. You got Cole Rodon pitch yesterday. Um, I didn't even see the line how he how he did, but I think those are the two big takeaways right now for the Yankees. Is like who's going to be the starting shortstop and what ends up happening in left field. Um, they're talking Judge is going to play some left field the spring the spring training to get Stanton more reps in right because right field's a much easier place to play in Yankee Stadium than left field. Why? Um, it's just smaller, less ground to cover. Uh -huh. Shorter, shorter throw to home. Much, Baby Park. much, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there's still some some things to to hash out. I'm excited for the pitching, though, bullpen and starting rotation for the Yankees. So, are you feeling excited? You know, are you optimistic? I got I, and again, you're gonna you're gonna bash this, but I get this. I, like, I don't bash it. I kind of got this weird feeling that expectations for the Yankees have started to go the other way. It's like, remember 2017 when no one thought they were going to do anything? The Baby Bombers, all the stuff, they went to ALCS Game 7. Game 7? Yes, Game 7. Yeah. And lost to the Astros who were cheating. Um, yeah, let me say that again. No, they were, that was confirmed, right, Pete? The Astros were cheating in 2017. That was I confirmed? Kinda, yes, confirmed. Okay. I kind of got this weird feeling. I know we have a lot of stars, um, but I think people are, are starting to doubt the Yankees again. And I think that's when the Yankees play their best. I love that. I love this move, Pete. I and absolutely. It's straight out of like the Chiefs and Georgia's playbook. Yeah, I mean, under underdog mentality, and you're gonna have some young guys. You got Oswaldo Cabrera, Oswaldo Peraza, Anthony Volpe potentially. Um, I I think there's gonna be some some young some young juices flowing, some young blood on the team this year. That's gonna wake some of these older guys up. Um. I I I think I think they're gonna have a better year than people think. I'm not Underdog sitting here. Dog mentality. Uh, Pete, I love it, Pete. I love it. Steinbrenner's going into his grave right now. This is Underdog mentality. Second high, like third highest payroll in baseball, and nobody Underdog. believes in that. <laughs> hey, take it for what it is. Take it for what it is. Reigning MVP. You know, Unstoppable rotation. 
Yeah, no one's no everyone's kind of we're supposed to be sixty game winners. I I never said that. I just I just think that people are are not as high on the Yankees as they they might have been in the last two years. Why do you think that is? Well, they've underperformed. Mm. Well said. So when you underperform when people are expecting you to Do you think you're you would win you're gonna win the East? I think we're gonna win the East. I think I mean we're gonna run into the same things we did last year. Uh, can we can we beat the Astros in the playoffs? Um, and it's all gonna come down to hitting. And w- when I talk about underdog mentality, I think, I mean, I'm I'm not confident in Donaldson or Hicks, but you go up and down the Yankees lineup, feel really good about the young guys hitting well in spring training. Still love Rizzo, Judge, Stanton. I love Harrison Bader for a full year. Hopefully Glaber has a better year. Trevino was an all-star last year behind the plate. Like you go up and down the lineup, there's not many places where I say there's massive holes outside of left field and third base. And who knows if Donaldson and Hicks turned around. I mean, they had all-time lows from a statistics standpoint last year. So it can't go much further down than that. But you're rooting for Donaldson to Hicks. Say that again. You're rooting for Donaldson and Hicks. Well, I'm rooting for Donaldson now because he's not going to be here next year. Last year, I was couldn't be more over the guy, hoping that they'd find a replacement at third. He had a a walk-off grand slam. I mean, he's got. He was a very good player before last year. So, do you think anything has his downfall has anything to do with Garrett Cole? No. Okay. So that's my Yankees analysis. No, it's good, Pete. Still some, still some. I also, I'll, I'll joke you aside. I think your, I think your analysis has been really good today. Yep. Good analysis. Seriously, there's been things to think about for a Yankees future bet, possibly. Nope. Things things to think about. Business investment, Rick. Dean, I have my money, my hard-earned money (laughs) can go to much better places than than underdogs. That will actually return on my investment. Should we should we look at the future lines and and see if there's any value in any? Of real quick, let's look at them real quick, and then we'll get the picks. We're, we're running long. Yeah. I will say I did look up the futures on the Six Man of the Year award. Nope. And Manuel quickly minus one seventy leader in the clubhouse. Wow, heard it here first. Pretty big favorite. Damn. Okay, DraftKings does not have the future lines, but I'm looking it up on action sports. Gabby Strohs, Dodgers, Mets. Looks like the Mets are plus 750. Um, While we're waiting, uh, do you have any thoughts? I don't. I don't put too much stock in these first couple weeks of spring training. I think it's it's good to to look at like basically the first couple innings and the guys that get the starts. Yep. But by the third, fourth inning, all of a sudden you're running into pitchers that are single A, double A guys, guys that aren't going to make the team. So it's like great. Love love to see some of these young guys getting hits, or like or young guys getting outs. But at that point, it's dudes you're never going to hear from again. In most yep. cases, so yep. Agreed. Um, yeah. All right. So this is on Fox Bet. It's got the Astros and Yankees and Mets all at plus six hundred. Again, not not an app I would use, but 
quick article I found. Dodgers at plus 700, Braves, Padres plus 900, Phillies plus 1,200, and Blue Jays and Mariners at plus 1,300. Mm. That's kind of your top 10. Then it starts to drop off Rays and Cardinals and Guardians and White Sox all plus 2,200. So, Hmm. okay. Yeah, I don't see the Red Sox anywhere up here. Yeah, they're probably on there somewhere. Plus seventy five hundred for the Red Sox. Pretty good value. Seven seven out the one. I was going to guess plus ten thousand. So, yeah. Um. All right, boys. That was good. Let's move on to some picks. Gonna be a big weekend, turning weekend. Yep. Who wants to start? I'll start. I'm just going to knock them out quick because we're running low on time. I First, I'm going to go hockey, Tuesday night hockey. We're going to go with the Panthers versus the Golden Knights at home, minus 140, and the Devils at home versus the Maple Leafs, minus 135. Parlayed, parlay pick here. Devils and Panthers, Tuesday night, March 7th, uh, both money line. My next pick is going to be – my next two picks are going to be college hoops. Um, Wednesday night, Big Ten tournament, first round, Wisconsin-Ohio State. I'm taking Wisconsin. The line's not out yet. Wisconsin minus the points. And then on Thursday, Big 12 tournament, first round, a little morning game here, 11.30 a.m., Baylor, Iowa State. Iowa State just beat up on Baylor this weekend. Revenge game. Revenge game. Hard to uh, be a team three times, twice, I'm taking, three times. I'm taking Baylor minus whatever points um, versus Iowa State Thursday, Thursday morning. Okay. Seemed pretty right. solid. Seems like a yeah. few winners in there. Dean? All right. So for starters, Pete and I have been doing pretty good when we've been betting, betting together, and I, I like those Baylor – and Wisconsin picks. So I'm going to take both of those as well. Ohio State's a bad basketball team. You know, I know we have some Ohio State listeners in the group, but they're football fans, not basketball. Yeah, so. they're not basketball fans. Yeah. So NBA for, for tomorrow. Um, I'm surprised Pete didn't take any NBA considering he's the NBA guy now. But sharp, Warriors, sharp. Warriors at Thunder. Warriors are playing some really good basketball. They're minus four on the road. This is going to be. This is a little bit of a risky pick, but I'm taking it because the Warriors are starting to play play better. Steph is back. I like Warriors minus four at OKC, and I'm thinking OKC is is turning off the engines and heading the other way in terms of the tanking for Wimbenyama. And then we've got Bucks and Magic. The Bucks slipped up Saturday night. You know, blew a big lead against the Sixers. Ended their 15 game winning streak. But I got a minus seven and a half at Orlando. I'm taking that. Orlando is turning off the engines. That's for sure. So I'm expecting the Bucks to bounce back with a big win against the Magic. And then the line is not out. Knicks, Hornets. Wow. I'm taking the Knicks and whatever the spread ends up being on that. The, Hornet, the Hornets are bad without LaMelo. The Knicks run their record to 10-0 and 0 in their last 10 games before they go on this Western Conference road trip that Pete was telling us about. So, yeah. Big. Okay. I love this. A lot of hoops. A little puck. All right. Uh, I'm going to do two NBA picks tonight. Um, Celtics are at Cavaliers tonight. This line makes absolutely no sense. 
I might put a lot of money on this. Uh, Cavs are minus eight tonight. To my knowledge, I don't think any of the Jays are out. But that's a line that feels like one of the Jays are out. So I don't know how they're minus eight. So I'm going to take Celtics plus eight. And then the Nuggets are playing the Raptors. Nuggets are minus six and a half, playing extremely good basketball. In the Mile High City, I'm taking the Nuggets minus six and a half. And then also tonight, we have the WCC tournament, the West Coast Conference tournament semifinal. Unbelievable bracket. If you guys have ever seen the WCC bracket, it's like the most, it's like a pond hockey bracket. Something you'd see like you you just made up on your on your own because Gonzaga starts in the semifinals. Like that's their first game. Like the one and two seeds are, they start in the semifinals. So they have to play one game to get the championship. Makes no sense. So with that being said, Gonzaga is playing San Francisco tonight. San Francisco typically plays them extremely well. The Zags are 14-point favorites in Las Vegas tonight. I'm taking San Francisco plus 14. That's it. Nice. Man, I'm All right. st- trying to get over 500 this week. I've been nibbling, trying to yeah, get I'll over do, 500. I've got to do this thing. Here we go. Uh, Pete's 27, 20, and 1. I am 24, 30, and 1. Dean is 24, 25, and 2. Dean wrote a 500. Oh. We're knocking on the door. Nibbling. Nibbling. Nibbling, nibbling. All right, boys. Any any last thoughts for listeners? Good show Good. today. I have to go through and edit out all the mentions. People, people are going to think kind of show, per- Dean? What kind of show today? NBA show today. Mm. Just, just a good general sports pod today. Agreed, Dean. Yep. Nice not talking about the black and gold. Yep. Old gold black, Pete, actually. Uh, black and gold for me. I was talking about Iowa. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, always a pleasure seeing both of you. Always a pleasure for our listeners. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Rigs. We are the Big Rigs. And we'll see you next time. Have a great Monday. We're out. Peace.